Call with Dads, your podcast for unscripted conversations and honest opinions about what matter to dads. Join the call in this journey called fatherhood. Now here are your hosts to get things started. E.A. Maynard, the man of many words and some of them could make sense. Hi, I'm E.A. Maynard. Along with Mr. Pancakes, who is working to bring back family traditions starting with breakfast. This is Mr. Pancake, and this is Call with Dad. So, yeah, let's let's discuss this yeah. allowances. And, you know, <clears throat> forgive me, I have a little frog in my throat every now and then. A little. So, but... You know, I, I have mixed feelings about allowances, and then there's the other option that I've had people I've read talk about where you pay your kids for certain chores, so cleaning yeah. dishes is a mm-hmm. dollar, whatever it might be. Right. I When I was a kid, like I got paid, I think I got paid an allowance for chores, however you want to yeah. word it. So I'd mow the grass, and I would get $5 or whatever it was back in the... 90s right. so where five dollars actually had some value had a, a little bit of value yeah yeah compared to now uh, but that that's here or there we're not going to dig into economics <laughs> yeah trust me I, I can go on a rant on that alone for days but yeah me too what where do you stand in all truth yeah. with with giving kids allowances or do you do you kind of go for the um stance on paying for chores yeah right um so i i don't know that yeah it's like you said that one's kind of a hard one to deal with um it's kind of because everybody's different everybody's family's different everybody's ideas are different and everybody's situation so it's kind of all depending on a lot of stuff me personally um i i won't be giving my child uh any kind of allowance like just for existing like at all zero she will right. get zero dollars. Um, as far as a set amount, um, I probably won't do that either. Uh, even if she does do chores, I will probably me and my me and my wife were kind of talking about it. We were talking about uh, potentially having a list of chores um, and having amounts that each one is worth. You know, I mean, if, and the more she does, the more she can earn. Um, as well as some won't even be monetary. You know what I'm saying? Some will be, uh, you know, yes, you can go to your friends this weekend or whatever, you know, something like that. Some will be monetary and some will be permission um, to where she essentially will have to earn a lot of that. stuff. She, she, she won't get a free handout. She won't get no matter what, you know, $10 a week or stuff like that. You know, cause I, I feel as though you, even if you have a set rate of chores, like here, you need these are all your chores or whatever. You know, these are your weekly chores, whatever. But you get twenty dollars a week or whatever. You know, if you set that, then in some instance, there's gonna be a fight with the kid, no matter what. You know what I mean? Because you're gonna right. give them the twenty bucks. You know, twenty they get the twenty bucks every week, no matter what, whether they do the chores or you know, as long as they do all their chores. But I mean, I. You're going to have to argue with them. It's like getting your kid to eat. You have to argue and argue and argue. Eat, 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 please eat <laughs> until you eventually just go, okay, don't eat. And then when they don't eat and they come to you hungry, you go, okay, your dinner's still in the fridge. Cheerio, mate. You know what I mean? If you just, right. It's the same same concept, I feel. Um, if you just give them that set of chores to do, they're, they'll kind of do some or do half of them or do most of them or 
or even do them all, but they'll slack off on them to where they won't be completely done just because they're going to get their 20 bucks as long as they did their chores. You know what I'm saying? So if you set like here's a set a list of 10 chores you do these and each one this one's worth three dollars this one's worth two dollars you know based on how much time or whatever you just kind of kind of you and your wife sit down and write that out i mean it can't take long you don't gotta be serious and write out right. a, you know a corporate document or nothing just <laughs> you know just right. a, you know a list of 10 basic chores and you know go off a general idea you know vacuuming the house takes 30 minutes you know three dollars or something you know something stupid like that 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 to me just seems more functional because it seems better also because um they know the repercussions they know the ramifications of each chore you do the chore you get the money if you don't do the chore or you you know do it half you know ass you do it like a cheapo you don't do it all the way you don't get the money or you get a half the money instead of two dollars you get three dollars or two dollars you get one dollar you know what i mean so right. it's kind of like that. It kind of incentivizes them to want more so they'll complete or do all of their tasks. And if they choose not to do all of them, you know, hey, $8 is enough. I don't need all 10. Right. It's their own decision. You know, they made the decision, not me. Now, here's kind of my thought on this is yeah. I'm, I'm really against giving straight out allowances for nothing, just for existing. Yeah. Now, right. I know some people's argument with that is, well, you teach teach some money management, things like that. And fine, if, if that's what you want to do, if you don't want your kid to learn the value of the money, is my opinion. And, yeah. you know, like you said, everybody's family situation is going to be different. Right. And every dad, every parent's going to figure out what's best for their family and they're out to do it. Mm. Me, you know, I, I mowed grass. I shoveled lawns to make money when i was a kid mm. i did all these things to make some money and right. sadly enough even my mom's giving me a hard time for quite some time when i was a kid i went out shoveled snow for 20 people came home and our sidewalk needed shoveled and some kid came up and i i was charging five dollars a walk to shovel and i gave him two dollars to shovel it you know <laughs> i'm like you know yeah. it's I'm tired. I'll just pay this kid to shovel my sidewalk, yeah, right. which I also offered him less than if what I was charging others to do. Right. <laughs> but it's kind of that whole process of because I knew my value, I knew my time at that point. Mm -hmm. I had more of an understanding of what I was willing to do, but it's also the fact of I. I was willing to go out and work for my money where, mm -hmm. and if every one of these people that I went out and shoveled or mow their yard, they would look at the yard, look at the sidewalk and say, okay, that looks good. And that's where I learned a lot of things there. Yeah. The, so going out and working, I think is something kids should do. Now, mind you, nowadays going out shoveling sidewalks and mowing grass, mm -hmm. I mean, my neighborhood you charge $30 a mow and a lot of these people have professional mowing companies yeah. going through doing their yard. So it's not like a kid's going right. to say, but in the same token, it's like having them do it at my own house. This is yeah. so when my son's old enough to mow the grass, because I mow my own grass, I right. prefer to do it and I'm not going to have him do it. Every time the grass needs mowed, I'm going to do it myself too. But the fact is, is I want him to learn 
responsibility, learn to do things. And I don't want him thinking if he's contributing to the house, he needs to make money off of me to be able to do something around the house. Yeah. Now, I do agree with if he does something. So to me, if he does like homeschooling a little harder to say, if you get A's, you get this, you know, yeah. grade based or producing something like that, what he's doing outside of the house. So that's something my wife and I are going to have to discuss of a, because we would probably do it more of a, your job is learning, but you have to contribute to the house as well. So if you do this, this, and this in your schoolwork, you can make money. Or if you do a apprenticeship and you do a free apprenticeship, I'll give you money for doing that apprenticeship. Things like that, I think makes sense to me. Yeah, for sure. And I, I looked up what a lot of the pros and cons were. And, you know, like I said, one of the pros that people said about allowances, it allows kids to learn financial understanding about realizing what a dollar is versus a nickel. And I mean, these are things that should be taught in kindergarten. Anyhow, first grade basic knowledge. (laughs) Yeah. But the general purpose, the general sentiment seemed to be they wanted more and more people to believe that giving kid money for nothing had value in yeah. it allows kid to kids to kind of grasp money better but and then on my side of that thought was they don't understand what the value of that yeah. dollar i mean in all truth right literally if i say hey son i'm gonna give you a wooden nickel for doing this job yeah. and he worked for a wooden nickel and he got that wooden nickel then went out and tried to spend the wooden nickel he would learn hey they're willing to give me this for the wooden nickel that I'm trading. Because all it is right. is using money is just a bartering system. Right. So it's you trade your money for work for money. You trade your work for money. And then you right. go out and you use that money to trade for something else. Yeah. I mean, it's not a new concept in any means of right. history. It's just different things, different trade, etc. Yeah. Right, right. So for me, it's a yeah. big learning that learning the value of what your time is worth i mean if you're working for money if you're working for knowledge whatever you're working for right you need to know the value of that that's why i don't think just giving an outright allowance works well in my opinion because what do you learn other than you your parents are an atm right yeah you don't really get getting just a simple allowance i mean they can sit there and say all day long that the kid learns about money and this and that and all they really do is all all you're really teaching your kid yeah number one your parents are going to give it to you and number two you just learn oh this physically this is a dollar and if i want something over there i need to use this and give it to them that's all they really do you know they learn the different denominations then they learn that they have to use that to get this over there they don't actually learn a the value of money and then b the the proper etiquette and whatever it takes and how to manage your money and they also don't you really learn how do you earn money or earn more money you know what i mean that's why yeah i i I agree there's there's things that you need to find a way to teach your kid to learn how to earn more or if they don't do a good job i'm sorry you're gonna get cut less or whatever you know those are just on simple 
you know, simple, you know, different allowances or whatever, different chores or whatever. But I mean, there's also all kinds of other things to do. You know, I mean, you you could also like you were saying the mowing of the lawns and stuff. Um, right. Like for me and where where I lived, I mean, there really wasn't lawns. Uh, it was it was kind of out in the middle of the woods <laughs> in South right. Florida, more swamp and alligators. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so as far as doing that stuff, there was a when I when I was 15, my mom, you know, kind of said you need to get your your butt up and go, you know, get some money if you want to start eating lunch, you know, at school. And I was like, well, how, you know, I said go get a job. Um, they didn't even help me get a job. They just told me what I need to do. Right. Hey, go in there and, you know, you're you're 15, so you're kind of learning, and they know that. You know, you're not gonna go work at the bank or nothing. They won't allow. It. So you need to go to the pizza joint and go ask if you can wash dishes. You know, go over to that restaurant there go wash dishes go you know find the paper route you know and you ride your bike around the neighborhood and sling papers out the window or something or off, you know off your bike or whatever whatever you got to do but just go ask if they're hiring and if you could fill out an application and so that's what i did i, I walked over to a pizza joint as uh down the road asked if they were hiring and they said yeah i said okay uh what do you what can i do for you and they said, uh all right i'm gonna wash dishes and Literally five minutes later, I was in the kitchen washing dishes. <laughs> right. I didn't even get a chance to say, okay, I'll start Monday. No, it was just, all right, come on. And they just pulled me back there. Um, you know, it was it was one of those small little pizza joints that, you know, they paid you in cash for uh, work, and they never actually gave me a, a check or took my social number down and all that stuff. Just the end of every week, they gave me 100 bucks. you know. Right. So it was kind of like one of those type of jobs. Um, but you know, it's it got me my lunch every single day at school because my mom was like, "I'm not making you lunch no more. You're 15. It's time to figure that out on your own. You want to make lunch? Make your own lunch, or go get a job and buy lunch at school." And that's what I did. So, that makes sense. Um, I just feel like that's that's one of the better ways. Um, you know, a couple different ways: earn money or chores. You can you can do chores to an extent, especially as they get older. When they start getting right. 16, 17, you know, that's when the chores, uh, doing chores to earn a little cash is kind of, that's what, to me, it needs to end. Um, right. And that's where they need to find their way out the door, earning outside money to bring in, you know, via other people. Because you can only teach them so much and value up into a certain point. Once they get to a certain point, then they need to realize mommy and daddy ain't going to do it all. If you want money, you need to go convince other people to give it to you. So. That's kind of that's kind of my idea on the factor. And that brings up another topic on this another item on this topic is at what age do you think? Because forgive me, but my five year old's yeah. not gonna be doing chores for money or right. anything like that. I mean Yeah, for sure. It's <laughs> just not happening. But yeah. maybe at ten years old I can say, Okay, let's start doing this but oh, yeah. Now he gets money for Christmas or he gets money for his birthday, things like that. It yeah. goes into a piggy bank and what so yeah, have you. And right. I'm hoping by the time he gets to a certain age, that piggy bank's full. We take him to a bank, start him his own account, things like right. that. You know? Yeah, yeah. But my daughter actually has already has all that. <laughs> does she? But it's she don't know about it. You know, I mean it's it's an account that we build build for her. It's um I mean we have we have a cash account and then we have a stocks 
So right. We buy buy stocks for her, and we also put a little cash. In. So that that way they both kind of build up just for her for the future. She's probably not going to know about it until she's like, I've done with. If she goes to college, if she decides, that's when she'll figure it out. When right. she's much older, we'll tell her and give it to her. And depending college, like I told my wife, depending on what our kids want to be right. in life, college might not even be necessary. Right. right. I mean, might not be a thing for her. Yeah. I'm not going to send my kid to probably by the time they go, it's a hundred grand a year because college, but <laughs> yeah. I'm not sending them to college to pay that much a year just for them to learn something that they can learn in five minutes online and have a job. Right. Yeah, I mean, for sure. So my my opinion of college has gone way down, especially after I went through college. Right. I mean, the sad thing is, is after I went through, got my degree, I didn't have the high value of high thought of college, but I knew I needed that piece of paper. Yeah. After I got my degree, I realized college was worth a whole lot less than what you do with it. Yeah. So unless it's a specialized, if you're going for a doctor, yes. Please go to school, learn how to be a actual doctor, learn actual medicine. If you're going to be a lawyer, right. an architect, yeah, learn those specific yeah. things. Yeah, you have to learn that stuff, but right. Yeah, but I mean, I'd say going for business, unless it's international business law or something narrow down, but like me, I have a degree in business and I think I honestly think i the only thing it taught me that i could use other than having a couple stories to tell mm -hmm. has been the writing which i mean yeah. right now you could go online and do an online course for writing and yeah it, right cost you 50 bucks maybe right yeah like uh like learning how to do excel and all that stuff and powerpoint and right. all these other things i youtube it you know so See, yeah, it was easy. <laughs> I, I learned all the way before YouTube and this and that happened. Yeah. But I had a cheat. Right. This was back in 1999 or around that time frame when right. I got my first office job. And I had a computer <laughs> at home where I was trying to teach myself to use everything to do the computer stuff. Right. And again, part of learning to save money so you can buy your own stuff right. goes back to that. But I had ferrets and I had, after mm. that, I had a cat, which right. my pets would climb up on me like pets do, but they would walk across the keyboard. Right. And if you're in a program and the pet walks across and hits a key while you're holding down something nah. and then all this stuff happens, yeah. it's like, like, oh, wait a minute, what happened? Right. I ended up going <laughs> into um, the program's help, help section and learning what short, short keys did what. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, the learning that saves me a ton of time. Yeah. I I went through most of my day without even touching the mouse set some sometimes. Yeah. But I mean yeah, we're like, getting off we're getting off topic. Yeah. But I yeah, mean but, generally it's right. the value of, of working, value of knowing what you're doing. I think right. I think one it besides just giving the kid the understanding of money, understand mm. Seeing that, hey, I I worked for this. I got that. Right. And then I think that's also another valuable thing. Mm -hmm. But we were talking about ages. So what age yeah. do you think would be a good age to start, to start, the, with, that stuff. start um, with the value 
chore right. chore values or whatever? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Personally, like my, I mean, obviously, I don't. My kid isn't there yet, so it's kind of a learning as I go. Right, at, right now, I'm kind of right. in that process of learning. I can tell you based on experience, my five-year-old just turned five. So I've been right. dealing with her as a four-year-old. So I haven't dealt with her as a five-year-old yet, but <laughs> she's five now. My five-year-old, um, yeah, good luck on getting her to do chores. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing but an argument. And it's basically right now she's learning to do general, like very small-time general idea of like responsibilities, like picking up her room, getting dressed in the morning, make sure she eats her breakfast all the way. You know, and all the breakfast, not just one bite and scream the rest of the day, you know. So she's essentially still toddler minded. Um, so I, I don't and I I do know a couple other kids that are like six and seven, you know, that are the same. You know, they, they're a little bit better. and Maybe they can do one or two different more things than what my daughter can do. So I would say probably around that age, um, seven is, you know. Depending on, you know, because I would say six or seven is where you can implement something like, you know, just and it better be like one thing, you know what I mean? To right. Small. One thing, um, like six o'clock every night, brush your teeth and you brush your teeth. I'm not helping you. You know what I mean? Something right. like that. Something simple, basic. Um, and then as they get, you know, into eight, you know, you could probably, you know, every Sunday they have to clean up their room, um, you know, and brush their teeth. Uh, and then nine, a little bit more. And then as, as they, I would say about, I would say that's where you start aggressively adding on and tacking on, you know, 10 um, is probably where I can say 10 to 11 years old is where I would say is when you probably are going to implement an entire list of chores and start implementing like actual, you know, money and things like that. Um, I mean, you may be able to do it a little earlier, nine, you know, Something right. like that. When they're that young, eight, nine, they're not really thought process. Really, isn't money. Their pro, thought, thought process is general responsibility. They're essentially learning uh, responsibilities at that age. And as they get a little bit older, probably ten to eleven, that's when you can be like, ah, oh, well, you know, what do you think about getting two bucks every time you clean your room? And you know, if you save it up, you know, that thing over there only costs twelve. So you know. But it takes six times for you to clean your room where you get $12 to buy that thing. So if you do your chores, you can earn enough money. You know what I mean? That's when you start implementing that to, to me. All right. Now, here's here's a little concept that, as we're discussing, came into my mind of kind of something I do right now. My son being five years old, turns six, coming in the spring and such. But right. So I'm a, with us doing homeschooling kindergarten and literally right now he's the only subject he's still in kindergarten is is in math and that's general math but he's also doing first grade math on off on with his mom and such so me he's on kindergarten math he's on first grade science second grade reading things like that so with that being said let go dumbass come here (laughs) but what? No, do not jump up there. Sorry, kitty. But <laughs> the what I do is my son with the schooling and such. We yeah. do online schooling, so I'll have him on the computer. Mm-hmm. And 
the reading section or the language arts section. He'll go through and their setup for the program we're using, they'll have um, activity, 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 then story, where he gets to read a story. Right. And the story is way beneath his reading capability, but I have him on that because I want him to learn certain rules and learn these different things. The, the fact is, is that with everything said and done, when we go to do, say, for example, science, or there's yeah. a, on math, he has to do a quiz or a test on it, because they do have test sections in the science and math. Right. For every answer he gets, I'll get those little individual M&Ms. Like, I'll open up a package, and there's a whole bunch of individual small M&Ms in there, and things yeah. like that, right? Or skills, or whatever candy I have a little snack size of. and <laughs> I make him a rule that for every question he gets right, he gets one of those pieces. Right. So I guess kind of my ranting on this direction would be there's there's not just solely the the whole teaching that chore process or mm -hmm. allowance with just financial, but yeah. right now for him at five years old, candy is worth more than one piece of M&M right. is probably worth worth more than a dollar because right. what's he going <laughs> at five years old? What's he going to do with a dollar? You know, right. and, you know, we've actually done that. So that's a good point. We've actually done stuff like that. You know, you know, eat, eat all your breakfast and you can have this piece of whatever. You know what I mean? So, yeah, right. Absolutely. So I guess kind of looking at it is adding the money value into it. I would go with what you're saying around 10 years old where. Right that money aspect has more understanding yeah. to them. Hey, and they can do more chores and do things like that. Right. But kind of getting a sense of tit for tat. If you do this, I give yeah. you that kind of mentality. Yeah. yeah. You can start off because right now when he gets an answer wrong, he, my son, I, I swear to God that by the time he finishes finishes his school, this and that, he's going to probably be smarter than everyone in my house. And don't get me wrong, we're no dummies, but <laughs> he's going to he's gonna be smarter than us. I'm hoping my daughter yeah. follows more with his examples. And mm -hmm. like, already at five years old, the boy is, sm like I said, reading second, third grade level right. science. He's already in first grade science. Yeah. And I mean, that's good. Yeah. Our yeah. Our daughter's kind of—I don't—I don't know what she's reading at. She's reading a little bit better, but I don't know. I'm not really home enough to read. I mean, my wife works with her a lot, but yeah, she she's starting to do the same. Like we're working with her and like reading uh, different things. And hey, good job! You know, here's this or whatever. You did really good. You know, right so now, those are absolutely good points. Like right now, I'm I'm not. We definitely don't have any sponsors or anything like this. So me mentioning. This company right. I use called timeforlearning.com. Mm -hmm. Obviously not sponsoring. If they want to sponsor us, we are okay with that. <laughs> we're not, we're not going to turn down sponsors. But the I fact need, is, is <laughs> we, use, we use this company here because I did a lot of research. And with how my son is, he's very visual. He's 
is very logistically smart. So he can think yeah. things through in a certain way. Right. Whereas for me, I think everything through images and pictures and what so have you. Yeah. So for him, this program works well because it's also meant for kids with ADHD mm-hmm. or like they just don't sit. And yeah. this kind of goes back to my rant about why I'm so much against public and private schools is with my son, he would probably, as no matter how smart he is, he would probably be kicked out of both because <laughs> like when we do our, our educations, getting him to sit, like right. we'll do an hour, hour and a half of class and he's on the table. He's in my lap. He's back in his chair. Yeah. He's chasing after the kitty and I'm telling him to get his butt back in the chair. Right. But that's, that's mine too. <laughs> yeah. And, it's normal, but in school, one of the big things is they want kids to sit, shut up, and behave. Yeah. And I refuse to put my kid on medication just because he's a normal boy, because he's exactly. a normal kid. So for me, the whole concept is is to get him learning things, and that my wife doesn't really like it because she doesn't like using candy as a as a incentive, but because dentist bills, but, right. <laughs> but it's also, I've learned that if I take that bag of candy and I've learned what his value system, what he considers valuable. So like in language arts, getting to going through all those activities and getting to that story yeah. is his reward. That story at the end of that section for language arts is his reward because he can go through, he can read the story and it's, I think, 13 sentences or maybe 15 sentences throughout the whole story. So it's not like it's, but it capitulates him, his interest enough that he sits there, he does it and he gets interested in it. So I think the vague, the being vague about how to start allowances and reward systems for a kid depends on one, what you're trying to reward them for. Because I wouldn't reward my kid for eating his food with money. But, you know, hey, eat all your dinner. That pudding that you made earlier today, you can have some of that pudding. Right. Things like that. Reward systems in that sense makes perfect sense to me. And, again, it also goes to your family system. If If you're a single dad trying to raise two kids... And your budget's tight as can be. I wouldn't suggest you to put yourself in right. debt to give your kid an allowance. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's. But, I mean, I was reading some stuff about like uh, parents overdoing reward systems as well. You know, the, the, so uh, you, I, I would say, I mean, reward systems are great to an extent. Uh, you can't make your kid do everything off of a reward system, right? Um, you know, what I mean, so you know. For, for example, the, the perfect example is like, you know, sometimes we use it for eating, but a lot of times we don't also, you know, eat your food and you can get, you know, you can earn, you know, you get that piece of chocolate or whatever the case may be. But sometimes it's, you know, eat your dinner, you know, we, you know, you need to learn that we made that food for you and you have food because in an hour you're going to go, I'm hungry. And then you're going to want chips or you know, whatever nonsense. And I'm going right. to go, no, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not going to just waste a bunch of money on you 
for a bunch of stuff and you just think that that's just simply how it's going to be i'm sorry no you're gonna have to learn at some point to um uh, what, what is it be you know be grateful for the things you do have for the things right. you have accepted so there there is a, a level of over as well um if you do the eat your food i'll give you this every single time eventually they're going to start to learn that that's you know they're going to start to realize that or think that you owe them that if they ate their dinner you know? right um and you definitely don't want that they, they ought to learn to eat their dinner because you made them food so right well and that's another thing is is as they grow using some of those chores to show them the value of sure. actually doing those chores that you've done mm-hmm. so that like if you're cooking if you're cooking dinner all the time, once they get old enough, which again, that's going to fall back to how responsible your kid is, but yeah. start having them like right now, teaching my son how to make stuff that doesn't involve the oven or the stove, right. you know? So showing the effort that goes into it. One, I believe teaching them cooking teaches reading because you have to read the instructions, yeah. understanding math, yeah. And yeah. understanding the process of food because, right. you know, everyone, I hate to say it, but it seems like nowadays everyone just kind of expects food to be right there in front of them. Right. And expect it to be done ready. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the big thing is, is people just don't think about what right. the process of putting the food in. It's, I read something, I forget where I read it, but they were talking about, less and less people are cooking at home yeah and they're used using dinners and all their stuff like the dinner apps or the food apps yeah and or going out to restaurants as a regular and they heat the leftovers so there's a large amount of people that don't even know how to cook yeah that are trying to survive on their own and that's just kind of stupid (laughs) i shouldn't say stupid have you seen those um those apps uh where i mean you're you're still cooking the food but they essentially send you individual meals like all the ingredients like done or they send you all the ingredients for three meals like done it's just all each thing's individually wrapped and then they wrap it all in one you just undo it and it give opens it up and shows you instructions take these three things put them here take those do that and like i i, I understand those are okay to an extent but at some point man you, you got to learn to just do it this is where you, you know this is where teaching your kid to cook as a younger child um develops that um exploration you know right. whether we like it or not exploration is part of cooking and eating that's how we right. learned how to make things and that's how we learn how to make new things you know that's how we also learn how to make do with what we have you know so right uh, and i know one day personally yeah. I have a goal of setting up a, um, and this is way off in the future because (laughs) the process of doing this is going to be immense, but I'd love to set up like a, um, a program that allows kids to go to restaurants, learn how to cook, learn how to prep, learn how to do all these things from an actual chef, even if it's a chef at a pancake house, you know, but (laughs) the, the process is, is well, the thought behind it is, is with all the different things that are learned there, one is, and I severely believe this is the people that work in a restaurant at some point in their lives, 
learn a completely different value of things than anybody that never has touched the service industry. So I, you know, I'll admit I'm a jerk at times and I'm perfectly okay, depending on the situation with being a jerk, because you just have to be at times. I mean, if you're not, people's going to walk all over you. But for the most part, I try to be nice ish to people in the service industry because I know the efforts of it. I've worked in kitchens when I was a kid. I've, I design restaurants and talk with chefs and restaurant owners on a regular basis now. So understanding that whole industry, I think would be a valuable thing. And one is it, it'll teach kids with any luck, how to cook, how to measure, how to figure all this stuff out so they can do it in their own world teach yeah. them the hus- hustle and bustle of an actual kitchen, things like that, which, right. you know, it's it goes back to learning a value to an action or a service. Yeah. And right. those it's part are, of the reasoning behind chores in the first place is learning the right. idea. So, I mean, but And depending on how traditional you want to look at things, I mean, in all truth, the, the reason people had kids was so that, they could do chores around the farm. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, your chores milk all the cows. Your chores right. to plow the field. Yeah. So, right. yeah. so the that whole was kind of the idea out. back in the day. The more kids that they would have, the more, you know, people they would have to work the farms or prep the food. You know, if it was a if it was a boy, it was outside working. If it was a girl, it was inside working. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just how it was. And right. You know, the cons i don't know exactly when in history the concept of paying your kids for the work they did but i mean mm. i understand the value of teaching the value of money like i said right. teach teach the value of effort this and that personally i'm hoping that by the time my kids get to a certain age my son my daughter they figure out hey i can go and offer this service cleaning up somebody's yard mowing grass for the one person that doesn't have the lawn service, whatever it might be. But learning those values and those things are important for me to teach my kids. And it's easy just to say, okay, well, here's 20 bucks. Do whatever you need to do. Don't bother me for another week. This is all you have. Right. Because then they're going to sit there and say, okay, well, I want to buy this book or I want to buy this video game or whatever it might be, this toy or some something. And if you're sitting there like, Oh, well I'm $40 short. You're going to say, okay, well here's what we can do. I can, I can give you assigned chores and advance you the money, but you have to work it off. And you could do that. Or you could say, you know, tough, you don't have the money. You have to save up the money and you have to work to get that money. We'll come back and, what you could also do is watch to see if it goes on sale. Teach them yeah. sales. I mean, there's there is value to it. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. I don't think every like you said, some parents you've read or you said you read about some parents just overdoing it with right. everything you do. Like mm-hmm. personally, I'm a my kids are not going to get money for cleaning the dishes and loading the dishwasher. Right. That's so, your that's your chore for eating. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, I'll mind you, I might give them money for yard work, you know? Yeah, right. But for inside. You ate my food. (laughs) Yeah. 
for inside the house, you help clean, you vacuum, you do the dishes once they get to the appropriate age. Mm -hmm. Um, If I'm changing out a bunch of electrical stuff, I might pay them to help me out as my assistant for that. Things like that make sense. But teach them the value of that makes sense, but also need to teach them the value of being part of the house and doing the actual housework. Right. Being part of a household and doing work not for something just because it's how we maintain a household. Right. Finding a happy balance that allows somebody to bring their kids into the ability to learn value, gratitude. Because, I mean, I used to say there's always somebody looking to take your job. Right Mm -hmm. now, that's kind of iffy because it seems like finding somebody for a job anymore is difficult enough but (laughs) but generally it's it's a whole concept of learning value because i guess here's another thing is if you think about it and whatever your political stance is for the people listening to this you know if your kid grows up and doesn't learn the value of making money and they just expect to do it the -hmm. likelihood is is they're going to sit there and go you know I, and I'm not saying every kid's going to do this or doing this is going to cause every kid to end up this way, but I fear that kids are going to sit there and grow up saying, well, I got allowance for nothing when I was growing up. I right. went to school. I never worked a day in my life. I have no interest in working. I can get welfare from the government so I can get a free allowance and never strive yeah. to do better because there's no incentive. No incentive. I mean, you you look at it when COVID was going on, people are getting more unemployment than if they would yeah. have gone to work. Right. Yeah. I I had people giving me a hard time because I refused to go on unemployment and I always yeah. had a job, even through right. COVID. So yeah. the whole thing right. is sure. is I I don't think I've ever been on welfare. I've been on unemployment twice yeah. in my life and I hated it. Yeah. So I was on unemployment during uh, COVID for like three weeks because uh, I I got because I I had transitioned from out of the military uh, and I'd only been out for about eight months. Right. When I started working. Uh, <laughs> so you just got out of the military and yeah, I started working for that company, um, and then COVID struck and kind of destroyed everything. Right. Uh, so obviously naturally got laid off with everyone else. Um, right. So I, I, you know, I, I had a family and I didn't really have a whole lot of money and nothing was managed or saved up and stuff. We were in the process of doing that. Um, so I, I went on unemployment. Um, it took them, uh, it took the state of Florida, uh, five weeks to give me my first unemployment check. I only went on unemployment for like three weeks. So it was the first time I got paid for unemployment was two weeks after I had canceled my unemployment because I got a job. Um, <laughs> so I was out of work for three weeks and I went to work for uh, a local AT&T store, uh, like right. a, just a retail store selling selling cell phones. Right. You know, it was $12 an hour, but it was better than nothing. You know, was, And I, as soon as I got that, I, I put in the paperwork on the computer and I immediately turned unemployment off. You know what I mean? And then 30 days later, I got, you know, got my job back. Right. Which is yeah. good there. But I mean, that's, I've, right. 
I've heard of because I have like my mom that's in HR and I've talked yeah. with my boss and other people who have made it clear that just finding employees, well, I should restate that. My mom was in HR before she retired. Now she yeah. gets to enjoy the good life of coming to Virginia to help with the kids every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But generally, even at that time, she was HR. She's an HR manager during COVID and right. for a while after COVID. And there's the unemployment rate is skyrocketing. People would come in and work for two days and realize that, hey, I'd rather just sit at home. Yeah, yeah, why not? Or yeah. they would get hired and they wouldn't even show up. Because I think in the right. state of Ohio, where I'm originally from, there's a caveat that you have to keep applying for jobs, all this stuff. Yeah. And, and you have to forward. show that you're going on interviews. So even if you get a job offer, you yeah. can simply say, nope, they never offer me a job, never show up. Right. That's so, Florida. You have to do five a week in Florida. Yeah, but the whole concept is is there's definitely ways around it. Oh, yeah. But that's the big thing is people would come for interviews mm-hmm. and wouldn't return calls because after they got their interview, they met their yeah. quota. Yeah. And then it was just sit at home and do nothing. Play right. video games. And yeah. for me, my thought is, is, and this could be just my own prejudice and thinking, but if those we're taught the value of money. And again, a lot of it doesn't just go towards the chores and the allowance and all this stuff, yeah. but it's a mixture of everything that you teach your children. Right. But because teaching them a sense of accomplishment is a huge thing. Right. But, you know, if that kid, if that person learned, like I taught was taught when I was younger, Hey, right. you do this, you won, you get accomplishment from achieving. Yeah. Like, right. I remember I had to scrape paint off of our front porch in the middle of the summer. And my stepdad said something to me and I still get reminded by my mom of this where she'll say, remember when you would always say, I'll hire somebody to do it. <laughs> and now I'm sitting here going, I am not paying somebody this much money. Like I have experience with electrical, obviously, since I mentioned it earlier. Right. So, I was getting quotes done for having some electrical work done in my house. And one of the thing, one of the parts is changing out a bunch of receptacles. They wanted yeah. to charge $700 to do that. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, no, I'm not paying you now. Yeah. Me, I'm, <laughs> well, I have, I think 14 receptacles. Yeah. So they're, <laughs> yeah. So, but the concept still goes is, it's yeah. better value for me to take a vacation day, change out all the receptacles, yeah. and do that instead of paying somebody to do something I can do myself. Right. And I think that plays back into the part of even being a dumb kid. And I'm not saying all kids are dumb and this and that, but you know, right. we're definitely nowhere near as smart as we are now, or we weren't as smart now as we were when we were kids. Right. If I said right, hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully people get what I'm saying. But the general yeah. practice is we're constantly trying to do better, but teaching our kids to learn that value to me is highly important. Learn what your worth is and then instill that work of value to say sitting at home doing nothing 
mm-hmm. or doing something that's unproductive is not good. Now, if you're sitting right. at home trying to build your own business, that's completely different. You're right. But yeah. doing just sitting at home playing video games, drinking and getting stupid yeah. is being lazy. Not a productive thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Um, I'm I'm the same way. You know, uh, teaching your kids those general values as well. You know, at home. But I mean, they ought to know that stuff. It's part of life because if they if they don't know that stuff when they yeah when they get older, essentially, I mean, it's like you said, they're going to expect it. You know, I mean, right. for lack of a better term, they're going to become a dirty socialist. You know, we don't <laughs> want that. <laughs> right. No, oh, just me. Really I agree. Socialism. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. But but yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say because I, I remember when I when I went on unemployment for those couple of weeks, I mean. When I when I finally got paid, you know, I basically was without pay for like a month, like <laughs> the whole right. time, because uh, I had gone on unemployment and come off unemployment, and then started my new job. Had gone through the training, worked my new job for at least two weeks before I got my first unemployment check for payback. Um, but when they paid it to me, I mean, it was like a thousand dollars for a week, like, and it wasn't taxed. It was like a thousand and change and it was taxed or whatever. So the ending was a thousand dollars cash, like in my pocket, like a week. I was like, yeah, for, you know, for unemployment. I mean, that's nuts. And it, I mean, it was obviously COVID unemployment. It wasn't regular unemployment. I think regular unemployment was like 350 a week or something like that, but it was COVID unemployment. And I was like, holy cow, man. Yeah. So that's exactly what was happening. You know, I would, I started my new job and I was making 12 bucks an hour. There ain't no way I'm making a thousand dollars a week off of 12 bucks an hour. You right. know? I mean, no way. So, I mean, it would have suited me and my family better to just sit at home, quit my job and go get, you know, unemployment again. But I was like, no, no, you know, I, I, and I, I actually kind of knew before I got the job, I kind of knew how much I would be getting for unemployment. Cause we, you know, you can look it up. Right. I was just to me the way I was raised is you know a sense of accomplishment um, and it also like moral values is worth more. Um, I, I you know and like we always preach here you know uh, you know family um, you know and the respect of each other is very important. You know your family is important. So if I and lazy and doing stuff like that just to get more money and i'm also willing to just sit around and do nothing you know for one i'm at home all day long you know a, a marriage is not going to work out very well if you're at home you know with nothing to do with your wife constantly bugging her you know it's different if you work from home because you're working you, you got stuff to do but if you're right. at home and you're not working she ain't working the two of you are just sitting around you know whatever watching tv and goofing off eventually it's just going to be like crashing heads you know on top of that is um you know my my wife in a sense does you know she she's she's interested in getting a job but she is also just like me very traditional you know the man is the primary um you know the primary provider you know it's just because ultimately i mean she there's there's just no way it would take her 20 years to come up with a job that makes anywhere near what i make you know i mean so um so she just that's how she is she's traditional like me so a very you know the the man in the family uh obviously leads and you know provides and all that stuff so she looks to me to provide 
So if I'm showing her that I'm like, mm, and I'm just going to let the government provide us, you know, in a sense, she gets that feeling of, you know, laziness, you know, she's not really respecting me as a man, you know, because the money isn't coming from me. You know, I'm not showing that I'm working hard, you know, so right. it's, it's the same concept, you know, the same, same intrinsic value that you learn as a child doing chores and doing things like that, earning money and building up these different values and stuff and learning general morals. Um, yeah. So it, that to me, that's why I was like, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm going on unemployment because you know what? I pay into it. You know, I pay my taxes, you know what I'm saying? So I put my money into unemployment insurance through the federal government. So, you know, I deserve my unemployment if I'm unemployed, but it's right. also my responsibility as a man, as a husband and a, a father, as well as an American citizen to do everything in my power to re-get gainful employment as quickly as possible. So um, yep. that's just the way I was raised as well. And I, I feel like those doing some of those things kind of will help teach children that stuff to me. And, you know, with that, I think that's a good foot to end the show on. Because <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> because we're starting to drift off into another topic of values that I absolutely would oh, yeah. love to discuss, which we can do at another time. I know yeah. that people, I want to let people know that right now we're working on some stuff to get things nicer for everyone to enjoy the show. Like we have a guest coming on and the evolved dad, he's going to be a guest on our show, which yeah. we've enjoyed the conversation with him. In fact, by the time this airs, he would have already been on. We would have yeah. already had him on the show at this time, but we're going to have more guests on. I've have, I have another guest already scheduled. So we also have a, we're trying to get a forum set up which it's going to start off with invitation only. So if you want to be part of this forum, send a message through the website where we're allowing, we're going to do beta testing, try to work out the bugs with small group of people. And by this time that you're hearing this, it should hopefully be to the point that we're beta testing and allowing invites for people to come in there and see what we're doing. So this here, I've, we have a support group kind of thing on truth social, but the one thing that we both feel like is that with any social media platform, something could just be pulled out. We could be banned. We could be disconnected. Right. I mean, whoever you are plus, you know, it's also, have true social. <laughs> right. Well, it's that plus, you know, if you have to people that are on, um, Facebook, Twitter, right. X, True Social, what Metrodon or whatever the other ones are, get get something, get her, yeah. whatever they are. There's people in almost all these different social medias, and a lot yeah. of times, a lot of these social medias don't cross. So you don't because political reasons, right. like me, certain certain ones have certain policies in their terms of services that I disagree with. So I don't get on them, right. but generally the point of this forum is going to be so that no matter what your political thoughts are on anything, religious thoughts, whatever you can come to this forum. You can, I think right now I have it set up. So there's a section for dad jokes. If you want to give your best dad joke, let's hear it. 
and people can go and try to say it. If you want to give random discussion, I even have a self-promotion section on there. So if you're trying to start something as a dad, you can go to the self-promotion section only to promote your thing. Any other location, I'm planning on booting people off, but self-promotion, all there for you. So hopefully as we grow, we're going to be doing more because we want to provide a community that is going to be there for people to able to enjoy, support each other, connect. And another big thing that I'm planning on having as a section so that people that are not dads can come on and try to get dad advice. Because a big thing that I'm planning, hopefully we're going to have as a topic is the lack of dads and the kids where do they do where do they reach out to to get advice from dads you know so i see on reddit quite a few times people come on and say hey my dad died when i was young i just need some advice on this or that yeah. and again not everyone's on reddit so not everyone's going doing that so this is why yeah. this forum is going to be something that we really value because we're hoping that it gives all of our listeners all of our community something else to value grow and you don't have to worry about social platforms we're yeah. as long as we're going this is going to be there and right now mr pancake and i both are in this for the long haul to try to make something that's going to benefit fathers all around and yeah. build that that traditional information back up for you so with that being said i think that was enough of a rant go to call <laughs> Go to callwithdads.com where you can find everything we're doing. You can find all of our actual social medias out there that we have. Call with Dads is, instead of us telling you where we are on social media, Call with Dads is basically the best and quickest way to go find what we're doing. Find our articles, find us on social media and YouTube, our audio, podcast, wherever you want to find. So all of our information is there. Go enjoy yeah. it. Hopefully you find value enough. If you want, if you feel like you want to help us grow a little bit more, we have a um, buy a cup of coffee thing set up so you can donate some coffee to us. And any money we do make is going back to the expense of the show. Hopefully upgrading hardware, improving the servers, or even hiring somebody eventually to improve the website so that it gives you dads or anybody listening to this, more value in what we're providing. We, we both have full-time jobs. That's where we make our money. Any money given is dedicated for the show. So yeah. with that being said, thank you. So yeah. that's that. Have a good day. Right. Yeah. Talk to you later. Bye.